Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Goal Get It podcast. I'm your host, Erin Hayworth. You're in the right place if you're an online women entrepreneur who is tired of constantly hustling, but you're still not reaching those big business and life goals. Each week, I'll share effective strategies for building, running, and up-leveling your profitable business, productivity hacks to help you maximize your limited time and energy, and some guidance on exactly how to tailor all that advice specifically to you and your business so you can start taking action on it immediately. So are you ready to dive in? Hello, unstoppable entrepreneur. Let's start off today by chatting about something kind of hard. Some days feel like total failures. You feel jerked in all these different directions and your own priorities are pushed to the wayside. Do you know this feeling? I know exactly what this is like. It just takes one thing to throw everything off, it seems. Maybe it's a day where my daughter requires an unplanned trip to the optometrist. True story, by the way which means my afternoon run doesn't end up happening and I have to shift the work that I was planning on doing to later in the day because I have clients that are counting on me, which then throws off my bedtime routine, which throws off the next morning routine, and it's just like it spirals. So yeah, that's hard and it's real life and it's things that I deal with and I'm sure it's things that you deal with. But there's another truth here. There's another hard thing here. And that other hard truth is that it isn't always someone else intruding on your productivity. Yes, something can come up. Other people can steal your time or things that you didn't know were going to require your attention are going to require your attention. And those usually involve someone else. But those aren't the only things that end up ruining your productivity or making days feel hard. Sometimes it's all in your own head. Imposter syndrome is the real deal. And I'll tell you now, it's something that all of us struggle with at one time or another. In fact, I have found myself in the throes of it more often as I reach different higher levels of success. And when I say higher levels of success, that's a personal thing. Like my level of success, what looks like a, a different level of success for me may not look the same for you. So, but that's just what I mean. As I push myself further and reach for new things and and achieve those things, I find imposter syndrome comes up over and over and over again. And it's not just the work-related stuff that throws me off, specifically with kind of being in my own head. I had a situation about a year and a half ago where I found out someone who was a really good friend of mine whenever I did uh, my bartending years I found out he lost his battle with cancer one day, and that was around the same time that there were all of these other devastating things happening, and it was it was just hard because I was meant to be doing all of these productive things and showing up really, really well for my clients and and you know being this role model when I couldn't think about creating content or I couldn't think about showing up well for anybody else because I was sitting there debating my own mortality and grieving the plans that I had for myself. Yes, but also just grieving the life of this person that 
had just lost their life. They'd left behind a loving wife and a toddler and so many grieving friends. I was also grieving over, I used to live in Nashville and around that same time, some devastating things were happening in Nashville and I just felt so helpless and it just totally knocked me off my game. And I don't tell you this for sympathy or anything like this. I tell you this because I know I'm not the only one that experiences this. Look, you can't control what happens in this world, right? You can only control your own actions, your own responses, and your own thoughts, and the intentionality that you have with all three of those. And despite things coming up and throwing you off your game, you can still schedule your time to feel like you're winning every single day. Even on the hard days, even on days when things go wrong, you can still schedule your time to feel like you're winning every single day. It is possible. And you might be like, well, how in the world am I supposed to do that, Erin? Well, as you might have guessed, I'm really glad you asked. You can intentionally set your to-dos ahead of time, curate the right mindset, and implement some best practices. That doesn't mean that nothing hard is ever going to come up, and it sure as hell doesn't mean that nothing's ever going to knock you off your game. But if you can make a habit of winning the day by putting very strategic things in place, then whenever those things do come up, it won't unravel everything, and you'll be able to get back on track with things faster and easier, okay? So here are a few things that you can do to set yourself up to win every single day in both business and in every other aspect of your life. You ready? So the first is to create and manage your energy. You can't do anything if you are tired and hungry. I know this. I've experienced this. I've worked with my clients on this. I want you to put it on your calendar for you to work out. Go on a walk. Do 10 burpees every single time that you get up to pee. Have a dance party to start your day. Pack your lunch. Pack your snacks. Pack healthy options that you enjoy that are going to fuel your body so that you're not having to think about those things. If you make these decisions ahead of time, you'll not only have more energy, but you'll also feel more capable of making big decisions about other things. So rather than having to worry about what you're going to eat, you can make big decisions about other things because you aren't trying to choose between microwave popcorn and going to Chick-fil-A for the fourth time this week, right? So this is something that I've been living really, really intentionally lately. I am actually on 40, I think, of working out every single day. So day 40, working out every single day. And I believe I am on day maybe 25 I missed one day of getting 10,000 steps out of the past 25 days, and that was because (laughs) I was sure I was going to hit it, and I was 126 steps short and like fell asleep early or something like that. But the reason why I've been so intentional about this is because I know that if I am moving my body very intentionally every single day, if I am fueling my body, I bring my lunch with me to the office every single day. I've given up soda. I drink lots of water. I've put all of these things into um, practice for myself because it is something that I know that I am at my best to go into my meetings or go into serving my audience really well, whether it be on social media or through this podcast or through any other channel in my Facebook group. I can't show up well for anybody else if I'm tired, if I'm hungry, if I'm 
not paying attention. And energy is one of those resources that we can renew. We can manage it really, really well. So it's part of, yes, making sure you're fueling your body, making sure that you're moving your body and creating energy through continually moving your body. But it's also about how do you manage that cognitive bandwidth as well? So it's putting these habits into practice, creating things where you don't have to, it's decisions you make all at once. Like, I already know what I'm having for dinner for every night this week. And I already know what I eat for lunch because I eat the same thing every single day. Those are not decisions that I have to make on a daily basis. So I've freed up that brain power, that cognitive bandwidth, instead of making decisions about what I'm going to eat every day or what workout I'm going to do, or if I'm going to work out, those decisions have already been made. So I can use that decision-making power for other things that I need to use it for, okay? The next tip is to plan ahead. I mean, come on, you knew this was coming. It's me. At the very least, I want you to sit down on a weekly basis and look at what your priorities are for the week ahead in both business and every other aspect of your life. Decide what needs to be done and when. Block the time you need for these things on your calendar or on your planner. And again, you get to choose what kind of calendar you use, if it's digital, if it's paper, if it's just a notebook piece of paper that you're going to to keep checking in with. That's totally fine. You can do what works for you, but actually create some sort of schedule for yourself, okay? And plan on accomplishing just three things each day, okay? Just three. Things often take longer than we think and stuff comes up. Stuff goes differently than you plan, and like I said, we get thrown off, and and getting back on track whenever we get thrown off can be kind of difficult. So any more than three things, any more than three must-dos every single day, and you're kind of setting yourself up for disappointment. And in fact, I actually talk about this hack a little bit more in depth in episode number 25, so feel free to go catch that episode next. Or if you're like, "Mm, that's a really good productivity hack, I want more of those, you can go download my 113 productivity hacks for unstoppable CEOs for free at workwithprocess.co forward slash 113 hacks. Okay? So... One of the other things that I suggest you do is to create habits and routines that support you. So this goes beyond, yes, I give you all sorts of strategies and tactics and tips and everything, and you can create morning routines, you can create evening routines, you can create pre-work rituals, you can do all sorts of things, but the most important thing about all of it is that it needs to be specific to you. Do you need time alone or do you need time to connect? What makes you feel like a boss? I want you to really focus on incorporating more and more of those things into your days and your weeks. You get to customize your days to make them feel successful. And that's going to be different for every person. So for example, on work days, I feel most successful when I deliver really awesome value to my audience, when I assign a new client, or whenever I deep dive on a new idea and make some real headway on it. That includes like planning out launches and and coming up with a whole story arc for an email sequence or something like that. Those things make me feel super successful and super productive. For days when I turn work off, I feel like I'm winning if I spend some real intentional time with my family. My daughter takes a nap, and let's be honest, that doesn't happen very often, but when it does, I take a nap too. 
Or I get some of the things taken care of that often get overlooked, things like cleaning, washing the car, reading, more cleaning. It gets overlooked in my house more than, more than you might think. So after you're considering those habits and routines and everything like that, or even as you're creating those, I also want you to set some time to reflect, okay? Because it's easy to get in the flow of marking things off your to-do list, but not really paying attention to what it is that you've done. Or if you're not following the three things uh, suggestion, you don't get everything you wanted to get done done, and you start to feel like a total failure. So by reflecting, it's my ability to challenge you to do two things here, okay? So the first is to start a daily gratitude practice. This is a reflection step that is going to help you out in numerous ways, but it can help you feel more accomplished, feel more grateful for the things that you already have in your life, for the things that you are able to do. And it allows you to be open to the way things are right now isn't bad, right? Like things right now are pretty good. If you're listening to this podcast, you have something to be grateful for, right? So here's here's what that daily gratitude practice might look like. I want you to write down five small things that you're grateful for every day. Just try this as an experiment, okay? Do it for a month. Do it for 30 days straight and let me know how things change for you. So these five small things, I don't mean like writing down, oh, I'm grateful for my husband or my daughter or my clients, but something like, I'm grateful for my husband for making me coffee this morning or my daughter crawling into my lap and asking me to read her green eggs and ham for the fourth time today or my client showing up and doing the work so she's seeing the results that she wanted to see. I start my day this way. I've started my day this way since October of 2017, I believe. But you can do this as part of your morning routine, your evening routine, any part throughout the day whenever it makes the most sense for you. Again, we're creating routines, we're creating habits that work for you. So the second thing to do as part of a reflection piece of it is to create an accomplishments list. I actually have a client who was beating herself up because she had been canceling on her trainer um, one week kind of consistently, and she couldn't get herself to write content that she had planned to write. She was focusing so much on what she wasn't doing well that she couldn't see all the things that she had done, and it wasn't helping her move forward. So we made an accomplishments list. We filled up my entire dry erase board with the things that she had accomplished that week, big and small. And when we stepped back, we were both impressed. It's easy to focus on what isn't going right because of the negativity bias that we all have, right? It's a real thing where we focus on negative more than positive, no matter how many good things happen. The challenge here is very, very simple. Every evening, write down three things that you did that day that you are proud of. You can do that. You can do like I did with my client and actually just once a week write down all the things that you did or whenever you're feeling like you're failing, whenever you're feeling like you're not moving forward, take some time, fill up an entire notebook page on all the things that you've done over the past week, the past month, the past year, or just in your lifetime. Go back as far as you need to, okay? The purpose of this is to give you perspective, okay? And the final thing that I'm going to share with you is plan to pivot. Not everything 
is going to go the way that you plan it. That has been the entire theme of of this particular episode, and I know I've talked about this before, because other stuff's going to come up. Things you can't even imagine, because you can prepare for the things that might potentially happen, but there are going to be things that you can't even imagine are going to go wrong. So how are you supposed to prepare for those? So here are three ways to make your life easier when stuff does come up. First, allow yourself to be honest about stuff that may come up, right? So this is the stuff that you can foresee. Make a plan for how you'll deal with it. For example, I have contingency plans already in my head for things like if my daughter gets sick or has to stay home from school. I know it's on me to rearrange my schedule to be there for her. But if I do that, then whenever my husband gets home from work, whether that be at four o'clock or nine o'clock, he knows that it's then his turn to tag in so I can go back and get work done that I already had planned for that day, right? So we have a contingency plan. We've done this enough that we have a plan for how to handle it whenever those things do come up. The second thing is to cultivate a mindset of how to pivot and keep going. So here is the trick to make sure that you keep moving forward no matter what comes up. If something doesn't go the way that you plan, I want you to recalibrate, make a new plan, and keep going. Yeah, that's it. It's that simple. Just because something comes up, it's not a reason to give up. We don't give up. What we do is if something comes up, we look at it, we're like, okay, this isn't going to work. How can I reschedule this? How can I, if a client meeting gets scheduled, what do you do? You reschedule it, right? If something happens and, and you have to reschedule something, reschedule it. Same goes for something that isn't directly client related, right? If something comes up and you're not able to sit down and write that email sequence, at the the time that you thought you were going to, do not let it go. Reschedule it, okay? And then the final thing, which is this is a little funny because I'm kind of being bossy pants right now. It's my Enneagram 8 coaching style coming out, but it's because I love you. The third thing is I want you to be gentle with yourself, okay? I want you to give yourself some grace. When things go wrong, we often beat ourselves up when there's no need for that, and that's not going to move you forward. You are human and a badass one at that. And just because things go wrong, just because challenges come up, doesn't mean you did anything wrong. Okay? All right. Now, I like to end each episode with an action step that you can take right now to help you move forward and begin to implement immediately. And this episode is no different. So here's your action step for this episode. Considering all these juicy tidbits and strategies for how to win each and every day that I just shared with you, I want you to take 15 to 20 minutes to sit down and create an ideal day outline for yourself. I want you to write out ideally what time you get up, what in your day that you have time for, and how you are using some of the tips and tactics and strategies that I shared with you today to win each and every day. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to check out the Goal Get It podcast. If you never want to miss an episode, you can hit subscribe to make sure you're the first to get your new episode every single week. And if you'd like to connect outside your headphones, head on over to Instagram and DM me at workwithprocess. I can't wait to chat with you more. Chat soon.